everybody welcome back to another girlfriend's chit chat now you know y'all what do i like to do i like to chat it up with who? my girlfriends of course so tonight is going to be an amazing topic of discussion tonight with who my girlfriends because we always love to chat it up about multiple conversations because we don't always have a guest on our show but of course we're going to be on the platform tonight having some real in-depth conversation so with no further ado, let me introduce myself to you. My name is Amira Bay, and I am the host of the Girlfriends Chit Chat Show. On this platform, we talk about everything business, life, and trust me, everything in between. So with no further ado, let's get this show started tonight. Let me go bring you my girlfriend tonight, Miss Shauna Price, the connection guru. Because, of course, she loves to do what? She loves to network and connect. Come on in the room, girl. Let's talk tonight. Hey, hey, hey now. How y'all doing? Y'all never see me with glasses on. Girl, I got mine on too, girl. You know, we don't like the way I'm, girl, but you know. <laughs> I see just fine, but sometimes I have like uh the doctors I have I have astigmatism. Right. But the wow, you know, the computer screen, it get it get dangerous. Girl, I'm gonna tell you Let's every time I use my glasses, I can't read, girl. I gotta hold stuff out. I gotta see. I can't see. My eyebrows not done. That's the truth of the matter. My eyebrows not done. I don't have no makeup on. But your skin popping, girl. Your skin yeah. looking like look. You glowing. You glowing. Every skincare. Like I absolutely like it too. Every skincare. But it looks good. But girl, let me tell you something. I was talking to my going up the road in the morning, taking the kids to school, and I was listening to the radio. I don't care if it was. I don't remember if it was Steve Harvey or Ricky Smiley, but they were talking about this child. In North Carolina, y'all, we about to dive deep. At this school, they were having a, how can I say it? They were literally having a slave trade process. Now, y'all got to understand what I mean. I mean, if y'all hadn't heard about it, it's been all over the radio and news. It was a couple's child at school. He like he's about in the ninth grade, eighth grade. It doesn't say specified time of day at the school when it occurred, but they said that their son experienced a slave auction y'all uh they said that his classmates uh they started off with auctioning him and his friends off for 350 dollars. and what got me was is that another student was the slave master because he knew how to handle them and i said to myself how do you stand out on a school ground and you having a slave auction in front of teachers and they observed this going on but no one intervened and i found that very odd that and then i had this conversation with my husband and my daughter i said wouldn't you find it odd because our daughter is 12. wouldn't you find it odd that your friend will auction you off pretending it's a slave auction and you got sold for 350 dollars and it was okay my husband's rebuttal was is he was confused at the fact that his son which is in the ninth grade so you're typically about 13 14 years old how did you feel that that was okay for your so-called friends to auction you off as if you were a slave what do you think sean so um <laughs> Look, you lost for words, Sean. I'm I'm still just trying to figure out why the staff thought this was okay. 
I mean, they were pregnant because they said that. This was okay. Why? And and just so y'all know, this was in Chatham County Schools. Yes. Um, this is like in near Raleigh, the Raleigh yes. near the Raleigh area. It's a school uh, is called. Let's see. J.S. Water School in Golston, and that's near Raleigh. So that's Chapel mm-hmm. Schools. And but you missed the point. And one thing I didn't mention was, is the students begin harmonizing the, the N word. Oh, I'm yeah. confused. I, didn't, again. I, didn't, I was getting ready. So I'm like, confused. I guess for the life of me, it is. It's not like just demeaning, but it's it's like who in the, what in the fat baby's monkey happened at this school where it where in their minds they felt like this was okay, like teachers was okay, yes. they were okay with kids said, "Listen, this is all kinds of hate speech at its finest." Yes, it is, and nobody's doing anything about it. Hold on. Just saying that, I mean, you know, a lot of times, and I'm, this is how oh, we look at it. My husband, but see, the, me and my husband looked at it from a different standpoint. Wait a minute, but my husband and I looked at it from a different standpoint is what would allow our son to want to participate? I agree 100%. Remember, we was talking about this. We were talking about even what, want to be a part of that. Why would you even, I asked my 12-year-old daughter, I gave her an example. She had just did a paper on slavery just a week ago. And I said, what if your friends decide to stand up and say, oh, Kayla, we're going to have a slave trade and we're going to auction you off for $350. All right, we got a slave trade going. We're going to auction Kayla off. We're going to start a bidding at $100. And I said, Kayla, how do you feel about that? And she was like, no, we're not doing that. We're we not doing that. Because what friend, What? how is that classified as a friend that would actually want to mimic that plus to harmonize the N-word as if we at church? harmonize like that's what it said they yes harmonize um this is a school that has a 68 percent white population of students yes um there are only 195 students i mean and we can really do the math and break down how many students are white how many students are black but clearly there's only another 40 what or 32% of students that are black, right? Right. And the superintendent, though, he's black. Yes. And he apologized. But when you read the article, it tells you that the children only got like one day suspension from school. Um, Like, you know what, Amira, like real talk. I don't know how much words I have for this tonight. Because it's it's disturbing to say the least. Like it's disturbing. The young man is biracial. Yes. Which which is, if you look at his picture, you can tell that he's green. If you look at the picture of him in his face, he looked green. He looked like he's very naive and, and that kind of thing. Um, I think sometimes biracial kids have it the worst because they're caught in the middle, so to speak. Yeah, they don't resonate with either being black or being white. And it's but, like kind of like in, a toss-up. But in like the public, they're black. Yes. But at their school, at their school, it's depending on, you know, the, the, the majority nationality of the school. The school is all black. Then they're going to see him as, they're going to see him as biracial. 
but it's kind of hard to say because some biracial individuals can't figure out what race do I side with. Some people I don't think do. they should have to. They shouldn't. I don't think it's sad that our 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 society is like this, but clearly we're living in a fallen world. Yes. But it's sad that our society is like this where kids have to begin to choose. Um kids have to begin to choose uh what side do I pick when I'm about like I could I could imagine the conversations at home are more interesting than the conversations at home that we have with our full black kids. Yes. Um, I could imagine they are because I could imagine that it's tough. My my nieces and my nephews are biracial. And I can remember how my nephew, he experienced a lot of racism. He um he from, they lived in the Lincolnton area. And my nephew, he experienced a lot of racism in school. Um, my niece, she grew up in Charlotte um, and she went to school at like South Mech it's borderline um it is it's, it's a mixed school all together so you have whites you have blacks you have other nationalities you have biracial kids so but my nephew it's a lot more and i'm gonna use this term and maybe it's not the right term to use so i'm gonna say country ish and that's not the term i wanted to use but but he did he as a as a biracial kid he experienced a lot of a racism um, yes he's, he's like and that's what we deal with that's what we yeah. deal with but, in america more now than ever i mean it's just it's just a prime example when we're talking about how our children are being raised and it, it makes you wonder even if i am biracial you know i would hope my parents would sit me down and explain to me that the majority of the world are going to see you black unless otherwise you know no. just like our conversation we had on our last show where we talked about how people view us you know how we can pass for some black women can pass for white you know and you wouldn't know the wiser you know and there's some caucasian women that want to be black and it's so unusual how we we live in this world of trying to figure out who do we side with is another example just this past week um paris jackson michael jackson's daughter um did an interview um where she views herself as an african-american she does not see her white side. She doesn't see it. She sides with that part of who she is. And most of us say, well, why would you denounce the other side of you? You know, you know your mom is white, but why would you denounce that? Why would you let that go? I embrace both sides of my parents. If my mom is white, I love her. I love her nationality as much as I love my African-American father. And it's amazing how we don't, we can't merge the two. We have to choose. Why do we have to choose? You know what? I, I don't know if it's a have to choose or if it's a what I've experienced as a, a child from a biracial family, why I choose one side more than the other. Right. right. I think that a lot of times it becomes that it becomes. Um, it's the dynamics, right? It's the dynamics of their situation. Right. It's what's happening at home. That lends them to say, oh, I, I like this side more than I like this side. What I love about my nephew is that he don't choose. Now We shouldn't to, have to. He loves to go fishing. He loves to go hunting. He loves to, but he come over here and he spend time with us. 
he he hangs out like he embraces both sides of his family he has to because he has biracial kids and so and having biracial kids he's got to be able to raise them in a way that lets them know that it's okay to be friends with black children be friends with white children be friends with asian children be friends with spanish children it's okay but he has to be able he he had to be able to some things that they go through they have to go through for their own because a lot of times what you do see is that um um what i find in my in my and i'm i can i can use my family for instance because um my my nephew my nephews and my niece niece are all biracial um my youngest brother's son he is black and puerto rican more black than puerto rican because his his grandmother's puerto rican right his grandfather's black and his mom is black right and puerto rican but my brother is all black. he was all black right so his nationality i'm saying when i'm saying all black guys it's so, but he has puerto rican blood right so he's he's got puerto rican blood in him and then of course my 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 niece and my nephew they are biracial black and white and the adjustments is it's funny to watch because my my youngest nephew who is the one with children his his fiance she's a white girl but that's what that's what his surroundings were like and so and, and that's there's nothing wrong it's nothing wrong his what mother is, is a white woman and so um he's attracted i i think that we become more attracted to people that are like our parents yes that's true. You'd be amazed at how much she is like his mom. <laughs> um, my niece, on the other hand, which was interesting, she is actually engaged to be married soon. And her fiance is a white guy. Even though her 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 dad and her stepdad are both black men. Um, and it's a preference, it's what she liked, it's what she it fell in love with, is what you know, it's who she enjoyed. But I think that uh the dynamics of what happens in the home lends them to believe they have to go one way or the other, right? Right. right. In situations, because like I said, like my niece didn't even choose a black guy, right? Even though her male figures, her male counterparts are black men. I mean, she has some white men too, because like her uncles and stuff are white guys. Or they're Italian, but um, she. But her preference was, this is who makes me happy, right? And that's what you and I thought. In my mind, I thought that that's how we function. But at the same time, Shauna, I think sometimes as parents, sometimes we drop the ball in some areas. We don't educate our kids enough. Even with me growing up, my mom didn't fully educate me on things that would prepare me for the world outside. What is to come? Oh, absolutely not. What we have to deal with on a day to day. Even women, did that make a difference? Doesn't make a difference at all. But it's the fact that our parents and i even told my husband i said you know that's why we have to educate our children the things they see the things they hear we have to educate them otherwise if you i told my oldest if you don't believe in something you'll fall for anything and it's the truth you have to believe in who you are as a person you you have to believe that i can love all the nationalities inside of me you know no matter because you know you get that dna thing where they tell you all your nationalities then that means you can have you know five or ten nationalities with you but you have to love all of them and i think and i wonder if his parents 
educated him on what slavery really was. You know, did they really educate him or did they kind of like, uh, we're not gonna really talk about that? Or, right, well, or is it a sticky situation, a sticky yeah. household because we are a biracial home? Right. But to you me, I, mean, I I don't know. For me, I lend I I would believe if I don't know if it was my home, right? I can only talk about what I would do, right? Right. And, and it's like I say all the time, everything starts in a home. And sometimes right, it does. We forget that even though our children are in school, we have to still give them something at home. We have to still teach them at home. No, look, no disrespect to these school systems because it is what it is. We've known this. We've always known it. Um, known that black Black History Month is one month a year, but I'm black all year long. Yes. Yes, so and we talking about daughter, it. I give my daughter real information. Yeah, you have to. I don't care how young. You got to educate them that things are different on the outside. But as you go to the school now, racism is so prominent now. It's 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 it makes kids aware, you know. And these are these are the conversations that we have to have as parents, as aunts, as uncles. You know, no matter of fact, I had a girlfriend of mine. And she was so, it was so crazy because she's Caucasian. And she said to me, you know, I'm so embarrassed, you know, as I was learning about my family history, that my great, great, great grandfather was a slave master. And she said to sit down and talk to my parents now about that. It's so crazy. And even to talk to my kids, because I want them to know my lineage. Cause you know, we always do our family tree and we go back. And when she went back, it was a, it kind of was surreal for her. And she said, it's just amazing how our family's lineage reflects our mindset now, you know, where we came from. And those are things you have to talk about. I don't care if I am come from a biracial home. I want my mom who's Caucasian or, 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 or my father's Caucasian to have that serious conversation with me. I think that's the best place for it to happen. Yeah. And I think it's the best place for it to happen. And when I say the best place, I'm not just talking about the home, but I'm talking about in a biracial home. Yes. A lot of times, like the, the conversations as, um, as a lot of deaths have taken place of black men, black women, yes. at the hands of the police or whatever the case may be. And we get to talking about this narrative and having that conversation and white privilege and blah, 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 this, that, and the other. That's the one place I would think that we can have this conversation. That's the one place that conversation should always be to me the easiest because yes. if I decided to marry you as a black man or as a white woman. Then I am saying, I am saying to, to you and to myself that I'm open to accepting everything that comes with you. Right. Right. And right. in having biracial children, I mean, like only if it, I can only say, like I said, I can only tell you if it was me, that would be a real conversation in our home. Like this is what transpired prior to you. This is what happens now. Right. And then not only that, but also, also letting them know, but this is how we are at our home. And you're gonna you're gonna receive some hard times. That's right. But this is how you deal with that. Like the conversation has to be had. Let's not get it twisted. The conversation has to be had in our homes because my problem for this would be where that his black father. Where where was the strength in the home that says we don't we we don't submit we don't submit ourselves to, 
or right. we don't uh we don't lend ourselves to x y and z you're, you're a man first you're growing up you're going to be a man and this is what that looks like that's right? right like that that that's my thought process like I think it I think that this situation kind of angers me on so many different levels. It does. Now, let's just be for real. Racism is getting old. Yep. It's super old. Not only that though, I really believe that it's a spirit. That's why it keeps coming back like it comes back. Cuz it'll lay it'll lay dormant for a second and then it'll show back up. Yeah. And it's typically how is it? Well, the world it is. Here comes racism again. I'm gonna tell you something that I realized too. We all know that we was not born. I didn't. I wasn't born, and my first words was, "I hate white people." Right? I know. That's I hate I black people. Right? Racism is taught. It's a spirit. It has to be taught. So, in my in my collage of thinking, my collage of thinking, <laughs> but in my thought process, I started thinking about how. Black and white people were really just on two opposite ends of a stick. White people were taught to hate. We were taught to be hated. But nowhere in between the people say, well, dang, that don't make sense. Because here's the thing. I started disliking you for no reason. Right. At all. No reason at all. So what sense did that make? That's how you know it's a spirit. Because to me, it, it, the only way a child knows what the N word is is like you said, it's taught. Like you said, uh, to, be, to be hated, to hate someone, it's taught. It's Somehow, taught. some way in the home, you were taught that that was okay to do what you did, and 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 it's it's condoned. And it's by condoned. receiving the, the boys only received a one day suspension. But my question is. is what is that going to remedy? What is that going to fix? Because now that young man has been scarred. Because in his mind, his parents probably said, you didn't know better. Like, you know. No, but you like, didn't teach me better. He he probably said, well, I thought it was a game. Or he could have been like, but until they said they start chanting the N-word, it kind of threw me for a loop. Here's the thing. He might have known better and 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 didn't care. That's true. Thought it was all fun and games. Oh, but he, he cared because he, he he told his mama. Yeah, his mama was the uproar. Yes, his mama was the one, a white woman, who said, "What in the world? What in the fat baby's bucky was they doing at the school?" And I know she asked him, "Why did you participate?" Yes, Grace. That? Yes, I mean, Grace. Toss them. I I love them. Yes, Grace. He's so great. <laughs> real. And get this, right? Like my, when my mind gets to moving, it moves like this. That one day of suspension will teach the young man or the other the kids involved that, oh, I'm just going to get one day of suspension if I do this hate crime. Or if I treat somebody this way. Oh, it's just it'll just be one day of suspension. What's that? I'm at the house chilling. Oh, yeah. That is, that, that, you think it's going to be the same with one day in jail? <laughs> one day in jail. One day no in prison. Yeah. That could be at work too. Let me, one join, day in prison. let me join the force. And then I shut up, John. <laughs> but I'm just saying, girl, it just and my husband, first thing he reacted was he was like, if that was my son, I have to take him out in the shed 
but we're going to have to have a conversation because he said you would have to explain to me how you knew that this was okay because you participated he participated pretty much through the whole trade they sold him and they and that is the problem because he didn't stand up for himself he never stopped and said whoa i'm not for sale he never stopped and said you can't afford me i was wondering I'm when priceless the, you know and y'all don't take me wrong i'm like so during the auction process if they started at 50 dollars or 100 or whatever you didn't wonder going once going twice sold to this man right over here you got you a good one right that part i mean at what point you know what happened it went all the way through the entire process and like you said he went home to his mama and she probably told the roof off the house because i would listen and I, would. and I think she did i think she oh, went yeah. in right but here's the problem though and what i would like for our young people to get to to know and to understand and if you're watching this as we talk about this um share this out with your friends yes please share it, share it with your friends because it's it's people out here who got young black males young black daughters but i i, I i'm kind of like your husband when how did this conversation happen that you felt it was okay to be a slave because my husband he thought see we were thinking the opposite we were like okay now they've already validated why it was done okay but then on the other hand we sorry, why was it done it was at the school either it was in the cafeteria or outside they never specify what time of day evidently it was during some type of downtime at the school for this to occur but my concern is i'm bothered why my son participated through the whole thing right so that's what i was getting at. that's that's my thing that's what i was getting at like at what point did he did he not think that he was able to stand up for himself and say forget that i'm better than this y'all y'all i'm priceless y'all can't afford me this that's ain't what i'm, I'm not like at what point did he not think but then to me that goes back to what's being taught in the home that's right because like chloe you're not getting ready to sell chloe chloe gonna give you a mouthful a real mouthful nah sis you can't afford chloe she may talk in third person but she gonna let you know that she worth more than anything you could ever try to purchase and right? that's what we have to instill in our children is value we talk about it in business. We sit here and talk about, oh, our clients know how much we worth and they need to pay what we worth and all that. But the value goes beyond money. Value has always gone beyond money. Man put that put uh place money as high value. Yes. Man did that. But your value comes from the Lord anyways, and that has no price on it. That's right. That's we have to instill that in our kids. You you can't pay me my worth nobody can that's right so god that's so rich like why is that missing and the only reason i could figure out that is missing is because the parents in the home don't understand their own value there you go 
They don't understand their own value. They don't understand because see, you can't you can't teach what you don't understand. You can't you can't you know teach what you haven't been taught. And so if that comes and that also you gotta remember this too. It's all about our upbringing. How right. we? Here's the thing though. Yes and no, and I'm gonna tell you why. Okay. I say Yes, because we we do what we have. We do what we can with what we have. Right. That's a saying. Boop. Yep. However, as much as we talk about the mindset shift in business, because we yes, do, just we like do. you said, we talk about value, we talk about the mindset shift in business. There, It takes a mindset shift to say, wait a minute, I'm worth more than that. Hold on, sir. You can't afford me. We're not doing this. That's a, It's a mindset shift. But if we're able to make those kind of changes for business, we're able to make those kind of changes in personal. So what I'm saying is, is that just because you're raised a certain way doesn't mean that you can't learn something new about yourself. It doesn't mean that you can't learn something new about the world. It That's doesn't true. mean that you can't. So like, like, I, and people, you know what? People can talk about me if they want to. I do not care, right? But one of the things that bothers me most is that we understand where we where our ancestors have been and the transition is where are we going right but not holding like understanding where they've been but not writing it today and it's a it's a it's a it's a, it's a hold back like people be like well, this is how the system set up, and you ain't never. Oh, come on now! You ain't never beat no systems. Come on now. Have y'all been you know, beating your better. whole life? But when you know better, you do better. That's relative. When you know some, better, some when people you know. Some people do know and just don't do. That's correct. So that's, that's correct. When you know better, you do better. Is relative because people know. People know a lot of things. It's a lot of like intelligent couch potatoes <laughs> you're allowed when you say that the stupidest person in the room you think is stupid is the smartest one in the room is the smartest person in because the room. they won't ever let you know that they will they will let you sit and i make y'all laugh because it's true because even in college y'all now this we got to be real in college we used to have friends that would smoke grass before they go to school before they would go to class and pass tests like pew, and go to finals and be boom and you'll be like um why are you doing grass. that that's you so know better so why you don't want to do better well i just choose not to grass. <laughs> <laughs> well let's but let's let's okay so let's let's just keep it a buck right? right some people function better on grass than they don't that's true and that's what they say they say i not only function better but my mind functions better and your, said, your mind move completely different on grass right and that's why i tell people all the time we have to look at how we function we are a representation of how our children view us we are the first example of everything that goes back to everything starts in the home i'm saying your home should be a non-negotiable my family is a non-negotiable you can't negotiate my family if you start doing one thing that is what you your children will mimic and you'll say, but they know better not to do no. that. Oh, you, they know better not to do that. Because people think that learning is by what you tell them when it's subconscious. It's by what you show them. Right. 
So if you say, well, you need to do this, 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 and this, and you see them procrastinating along the way, then you got to stop and say, I ain't do, I procrastinate that much? Yeah. That is rubbing off into my 10-year-old or to my eight-month-old? Like, is, is that what I do? Yeah. <laughs> But that's what we do. But that's what we do. And you know, we 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 don't even some people don't even realize that our children are literally become a carbon copy of you. I mean, it's like me walking in the bathroom and all of a sudden, you know, you get shocked and realize you look like your mama. Oh God, all of a sudden I see you. You know, it's it's almost like that. And we have to think about, you know, we start to take on traits, we start taking on mannerisms, just like our parents. So it goes back to the school. When our children go out into the world, they go out into the job, they need to understand that these are things that they're going to run into and how you're going to handle it. How you going to handle it? How you handle with somebody calling you, calling you the N-word. And even friends, people, even his friends, you know, you look at people say, oh, I can say it because, you know, you my friend, you understand. No, I don't understand. No, I don't. Not even that. With this young man, those kids who are his friends, you see, I'm air quoting. He need to he need to get rid of every last one of them. Sure do. And as they say, his friends is what he said. Let me say, people pretend to be your friend. Some of people pretend to be your friend just to get what they need, and they say bye. Genuine relationships, and we can go there. You know, and this is what we're dealing with. Even as grown women, we deal with it. Oh, you know. It's the same situation. You get what you need from me and then you gone. You say you're my friend, but you're not really my friend. But that can be handled, right? And a lot yes. of times we don't we don't we don't recognize that a lot of a lot of the things that we're experiencing from other people is because we're allowing it. We don't that's have right. the right type of boundaries in place that's going to um I'm gonna use this word, protect us from the things that could harm us. That's right. Um, when it comes to relationships, we're not we're not setting ourselves up for um, success in authentic relationships because we're showing up mediocre. That's right. You got to show up, show up and set the example, set the tone for how people want to perceive you as an individual, because that's how you your children see you. They see you as a strong black woman. They see you as a woman that works hard. If you're a single parent and they see you out here just grinding hard and providing and you putting yourself through school, possibly you putting your own kids through school and you doing it all by yourself. And your kids say, dog, my mama is the hardest working woman I have ever seen. They see your struggle, but they say she won't give up. But here's she the thing, though. We also have to consider that. Uh, no, even they even though they see the hard work they see everything else that comes along with it that's right so if there's no self-care there they see that too that's and they right. don't learn to take care of themselves if there's no if there's no um no no like downtime no time to be outside of then they're going to take on this a mental a mental approach that i have to work 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 all the time right and that's typically they, that's how it is though no if they see no time for them, that's what they, they're going to think. That is how it's supposed to be. So a lot of times I think that we're we not like really. We feel like we have to do so much. My friend 
I was having this conversation with her and she's a single mom. And so like uh, most of the things basically are on her in the household. And she, she'll say, I have to do this, 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 and this, this. And I'd be like, you take a break. Because if she don't take a break, her daughters are going to see that she doesn't get a break. They shouldn't get a break. This is what it should be like. This is how it should. And they're going to carry on that, what we call generational curse. Yeah. And it's why every, everything that we do in life, our kids see it. And, and you don't, you want like people say, I want to break the cycle. You got to break the cycle. And, and that's what we have to realize. Yeah, if your mama did it and now you doing it and then you're going to try to do the same thing and then your kid's going to pick up on the same traits, the same habits. Everything is the same, but that's why we have to take, like you said, you got to take time out to show your kids that even though I work hard and I go hard at the same time, I have to make sure that I am a great representation of the parent that you will be one day. You know, and that's how I look at that. I want my girls to understand that their parents work hard and we do things, but we also educate them. We as parents have to educate our kids on the world. And then we have to have open dialogue because in my thought process, what if his household didn't allow for this kind of dialogue? So it's not it's not talked about, right? How we say, what if they're not having that conversation? It is so important that like when we have, and I know y'all do too. I know y'all do over there because I know he don't play. No, but we, and when I say don't play, I don't mean it in a in a derogatory way, but it's in a way that I care about my children. And but we have open dialogue here. Me and Chloe just last Sunday, I was talking to her and I was like, Chloe, mommy don't have the capacity today to do X, Y, and Z. And she was like, I understand, mommy. Sometimes I don't have the capacity either. Let's talk about that. Do you even know what capacity means? There you go. That's the first and time she said. Yeah, I know what capacity means. And she told me her definition of capacity was what capacity was. And she said, sometimes I don't I don't want to do sometimes like with uncle, I don't want to do something, but I do it because I don't want to hurt his feelings. And I said, it's OK for you to say no. Ah, even that, to that, word, that word is so hard to say. That's it the is. Word if we don't, don't like create a, a healthy habit of saying no, we'll be saying yes to the wrong things for the rest of our lives. And like I've said yes to the wrong things for the first part of my life, and I'd be a fat baby's monkey if I keep saying yes to the wrong things, right? And we gotta learn how to say no. No, I'm not gonna accept it. No, I'm not gonna deal with it. No, I'm not gonna put up with it. Those are the things that we continuously find ourselves having to do because we're always saying no and we're saying no all the time and i think people need to understand that there's nothing wrong with that word that word has no bearing on my life except i'm not going to allow it to control me to the point where i'm gonna always say yes i'm gonna be a yes person yes i'll do it yes i'll go yes i can yes Yes, yes, yes. When do you ever say no, child? You got to learn how to say yes to the right things and no to the right things. That's kind of it. Have you ever seen that movie, Yes Man? With uh -uh. Go check it out. It's funny. But for him, he always said no. So when he began to say yes, it started opening up him to other things. So it's okay to say yes, but you have to say yes with the right boundaries. And you have to say no with the right boundaries. It can't, you can't, people can't always pull on you and it be okay. People can't, like I told you, like I told her, you can tell mommy no too. 
because Charlie's not her responsibility and she helps me a ton. That's true. So you can tell mommy no. You can tell your teachers no because like one day she came home from school and she was like, I'm so tired. And I'm like, what y'all do today? She was like, well, Mrs. Mrs. And she said her teacher's name had me helping some other students, me and the other Chloe, we were helping other students with um, their work. And I had to really break some things down to one student to help them get the answers and blah, 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 right? And I'm like, well, that's amazing. Kudos to you for being a helper at school. She was like, it was such a busy day. I'm exhausted. I said, but you can say no. You don't always have to say yes. Sometimes it's hard for kids to understand that at a young age. You have to educate them, y'all. Right. If you instill it in them now, they'll get it. Because here's right. the thing. I would hate for her to live the life I lived of saying yes to the wrong stuff. Yes, because I'm loyal. Yes, because I'm family. Yes, because if you my homie and I rock with you, I rock with you. And some people I was rocking with, I need to slow the rocking chair down. That's right. And say no. Some people, some people are not meant to be in your life forever. They're meant to be there just for Absolutely a not. I want y'all to get this. If y'all don't get nothing else, some people are only meant to be in your life for a season. And then just like the little boyfriends, them ain't his real. Those are not his real no. friends. Because like my home girls would have been like, you know what? what in the world? In that, but think about it, in that season, in that moment, in that time, you learn something. There was a takeaway from that season. Those people that you disconnected from, there was something they brought into your life and then they left and you learn from it. And that is life. That's right. That's life. But we have to learn when to say yes, when to say no, and when to know things that don't seem right. You need to question. If it don't feel question right it. for some reason, right. question it. Don't feel bad to never feel like, oh, well, I can't ask that because, you know, they may say something or I may lose them as a friend if I don't participate in the activity. Because maybe that's how he felt. Maybe he felt like if I don't participate, maybe the in pressure was real. Maybe he's being bullied at school, and the bullies were the ones doing the X, Y, and Z. Who knows? But, but at some point know. in time, you have to stand up for you. But at the same time, you know, we have to be able to, like I said, connect with individuals who we line up, we align up with. If you don't that's align yourself here. with the right individuals. That's when you, the networking, the building of relationships, the building of friendships come into play. But, you know, that's the thing about it. But let's go here, Shauna. Now, we're talking about networking and building relationships and, you know, friendships. And that is, that's, that's nurturing those things that we do because I don't nurture my, I wasn't nurturing my relationships, you know, because, of course, you always good at networking, y'all. Shauna is known for the connection guru. She's good at networking. She's good at building relationships. That is her jam. That's what she does. And so when we have these type of dialogues and conversations, that is what she does. And so Shauna's got something going on. You know, y'all, we girlfriends. So we got to talk about, you know, everything that our girlfriends is doing because Shauna's doing amazing things in helping individuals network, connect, build those relationships. And she has something amazing that she's doing because I'm going to tell y'all something. I worked with Shauna for a while because y'all, I wasn't one of them ones that was nurturing my relationships, learning to set boundaries, learning to say no instead of say yes. And so in Shauna's field, what she does is she allows you to build those relationships and connect with others and make those relationships last. 
And so, Shauna, what you got going on, girl? Because you know, sis, you know, we got to talk now. Listen. <laughs> Thank you for all that. Like, thank you. I appreciate that. And from the bottom and depths of my heart, because y'all, she's amazing, right? Y'all don't get to experience her like I get to experience her. And like, all she just said, that's an everyday thing. She this is what we're talking about tonight. This is what we're talking about tonight. What you doing? See? This is what we're doing. We're talking about relationships, friendships, networking, connecting with people, and knowing when to disconnect from them people that you network, you connect with. You're like, look, that wasn't a good connection. I got disconnect from you listen i did something last night and i was like after i got off this live i was like my live was amazing to the end i was like mm, that went right i shouldn't have did that like it fixed <laughs> my spirit so um what i have coming up guys is on march the 31st i have a launch i am launching 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 what my planner what what's the planner girl you got to tell me now what's the planner what what is it come on the networking bible and I am, y'all, my baby. Can y'all hear her crying? She is. Look, we moms at the end of the day. Let me tell y'all something. At the end of the day, we living, breathing mamas, okay? We got, I got three kids. Shauna got two. She got a little. It feels like baby. three. It feel like three. One <laughs> of my babies is like two kids. But yes, I'm launching my planner, y'all. It's a networking planner. It's called the Networking Bible, along with my t-shirt lines called the Connection Collection. And um, I am, she's going to have to join us because it's not a good day. Say it's not That's a good all day. right. Look, you know what? Yeah, look, it's like that sometimes, y'all, that we, we have to do what we got to do. You know what I'm saying, y'all? Because sometimes we run into these situations as moms and we got to do what we got to do. It don't work always out as we plan, y'all. Look, look at the sweetness. <laughs> y'all because that's what girlfriends do it's what girlfriends you know y'all we got to y'all be surprised at the things we do as parents we got to do what we have to do and it's business when we have to do what we have to do you know and this is what we work with every single day but but shauna girl i'm you're launching on the 31st the, the connection collection is a as an apparel line of t-shirts that i have that have really nice quotes about um connecting and networking that you guys must purchase because you guys are absolutely going to love the spring collection. Oh yes, honey, the spring collection as my t-shirt guy said, let's drop this. And I was like, let's do that. Um, but the planner, I'm very, very excited about because um, when I designed the planner, when I designed the planner, when I designed the planner, I designed the planner um, to help people be more intentional about networking. So you're able to the planner, you're able to use the planner in a way that is like a normal planner for you to like schedule things out, blah, 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 blah. But there is there are sections that are very intentional about networking. So this is what the planner looks like. I don't know if y'all can see it. Hold on. Now you ain't gonna be able to see it, girl. There it go. Wait, wait, wait. There it go. That's that's some of it. Right. It's hard to do it on these. When we streaming, but you streaming, girl, you can't see it, girl. But um, working Bible, I can't wait, girl. Don't eat the paper, baby. <laughs> but the planner is launching, and I'm really excited about it. Um, it's been in the works for quite some time, and we uh we we are finished, and I'm already thinking of like what is planner number two gonna look like, but that's what I have coming up. <laughs> Um, we have a we meet we eat coming up in June on the 25th. On the 25th, we have a look, look, look. 
the people can hear you. <laughs> look, look, look at the baby. Look. You see Miss Amira? Say hey. This is the world we live in, y'all. It don't always work out as planned. But y'all, this conversation was amazing tonight. We dive deep into talking about relationships, talking about some of the things that are going on in this world today with these with the kids and everything, y'all. But we gotta be able, like I say, y'all, support each other and love on each other and educate your children, educate them and get them to know who they are and what and who, their lineage. And, and be more proactive in what we're doing. So as always, y'all, girlfriends as always, we thank you for being a part of the Girlfriends Chit Chat Show tonight. And we'll see you again next Friday, same time, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We'll see you. You all have a great evening. Have a fabulous weekend. Bye.